on today's show. Maverick season is a fourth of the way done. We're 20 games in. So what things do we want to see by the end of the season? We'll talk about that and more on today's Locked On Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Locked On Mavericks. I don't believe you shouldn't be here. Loyalty never fades away. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for being part of the show. Make Locked On Maps your first listen today, where the best way you can help us grow the show is to listen every day. Leave a five-star review on whatever platform you listen to us on. Like the video and comment anything below let me know in the comment section what's one thing you want to see the Mavs do by the end of the season this episode is brought to you by prize picks the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports go to prizepicks.com slash locked on nba and use the code all lowercase locked on nba for a first deposit match up to 100 dollars. and joining me from valley sports southwest you've seen her before and after and in the middle of most Mavs games what you got for me dana larson hey 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 okay what i have for you today is a text i got from my mom this morning. Listen up to this. Mm. She says, she doesn't watch the games, by the way. Okay. But she reads the newspaper. Yeah. Mavs fans are all abuzz about Luca's headband. <laughs> she said, so cute, where do I get one? <laughs> this is coming after he has a 40 point triple double. But my mom cares about the headband and so do the Mavs fans. And I love that. <laughs> <laughs> they really do. Luca just after the game said, it's not the headband. Right. It's me. It's me. But I don't know. I think we think it's the headband. And the headband that, that's, fu- that's pretty great. I like that he told us all too that, you know what? I don't want any more gel. It's yeah. getting long. So I'm going to try this. That was so funny. It's like you know what? I have curtain back. I have a conspiracy, which that's hilarious that your mom, like I, 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 I try stuff like that with my wife who doesn't really care for sports in any way. If I like, if I ask her, like, do you know who this player is? You know, like then if she knows it, then I'm like, okay, this player is now permeating the culture in a way that right. is more than just the yes. sport. Uh, I've got a conspiracy though. Uh-oh. I think Uh-oh. Luca heard my theory about Bangs Luca because Bangs <laughs> Luca always has a bad game. When Luca ha- when Luca's hair falls hanging- into his face and it he has a bad game almost every every game he has a bad wow. game he has he has bangs and, and so, so I think he heard it and he was like I, I think he did because he doesn't want to use product nope. And he doesn't want him hanging in his eyes because nope. then Nick calls him out for bad games. So we've got headband Luca, and it's there you working. go. Did I cause it? I don't know. If I, <laughs> I did or not. Uh, on today's show, though, we're twenty games into the season, uh, which is what Nico Harrison called. You know, let's wait twenty games into the season until we figure out what this team is. So let's talk about three things. We have three things each that we want to see for the last three fourths of the year. We got three fourths of the year left, which. Feels like a lot more, but it also feels yeah. like we, we've been through a lot. And so we'll get into all that today. I got a bunch of stuff. Uh, maybe talk about a trade, uh, some players we want to see play more minutes, other things we want to see from this team. But I think we want to start here. The Mavericks defense. Can we just get to 15 mm-hmm. to 18? Mm-hmm. Right? Can we just get there? That That's what I want to see throughout the rest of the season. Because right now, they're sitting at, on cleaning the glass. Which this is the your glass. defensive rating, right? This is where you want them, 15 to 18, right in the middle. This is where I want them ranked on, on defense. Can they just get there because right now on defense, they're the 23rd ranked team and cleaning the glass cuts out garbage time and all that. So this is like what their actual defensive rating is, I think. Uh, and so they're 23rd right now. Can we just get to like 15 to 18? 15 would be amazing. I'd be very happy with average defense from this Mavericks team. Uh, but can they get to 15 to 18, Dana? 
Is it, is it first of all, is it possible? And second of all, is this a, a thing that we should all want the Mavericks to be? Yes, we should all want it. Yes, 100%. We want it because we know what it would mean. If you pair that with this, you know, elite offense, we know this would be a team that could really make waves in the postseason. So we do want it. We do want to see it. We don't want to see it like every fifth game. Yeah maybe a fourth quarter here and there. Um, it's, it's the consistency. It's finding the consistency and they can do it. They're showing us in those chunks of time. And we're seeing the thing that I think gives me the most, um, uh, you know, promise or encouragement that this can happen is that the guy at the top has totally bought in. Uh, Luca is really, really putting in a ton of effort on that end. Headband or not. He's a- headband or not. <laughs> he is playing his, his, you know, it's not a dad bod. He's a dad, but it's not a dad bod anymore. Is it, is it not? <laughs> is it not? <laughs> He's in shape. Okay. Luca yeah. is in shape and it is working. And so he is giving it all, um, on the defensive end. So that sets a tone, right? Everybody needs to fall in line. Uh, they, I think they've got the personnel for it. Sure, they they could upgrade potentially at certain positions or just, uh, you know, I guess get better in those areas, whether it's mm. um, more, you know, comfort level with each other, whether it's as we move further into the season, there's been more games where these particular lineups have played together. So the health defense is there's more trust there on the defensive end, there's more of an awareness of what each guy can do. I think no. maybe time could certainly help with some of that. And, and they'll keep seeing those moments in games where it works for them and, and, and fully, I think, buy into it. The time is absolutely a good, a good point. We're 20 games in and we're 20 games in with this new lineup that is brand new, this starting lineup, which has largely actually been pretty good defensively and hasn't been great offensively, which is kind of weird. But for the team as a whole, it's a brand, it's still, it's like a brand new team, basically. Like think about all the players that were here, even last year for the majority of the year, it's like Luca, Tim, Dwight, Maxi hasn't really played that much, Josh, and now he's out. It's like, there's not that many players that were here for the majority of last season. So now you're talking about this new team that has to gel and figure out how to play together and all that. Uh, comparing them to teams like the Heat, who have been together for years, the Nuggets, who have been together for years, the Celtics, who have had a bunch of players together for years and gone on long runs. Like It's really hard to kind of compare those two. I've got some numbers on this because that's what I do. Uh, <laughs> in losses this season, which, so the difference between the Mavericks being a good defense and like, or like winning games and losing games right now is them being a fine defense or a terrible defense. Mm-hmm. They're 11-0 and when their defense their defensive rating is under 120, which 120 is like awful. Right. So if they're if they're just better than awful, they win all their games. They're one and eight when their defensive rating is over 120. So when they're awful on defense, they're one and eight. When they're just fine on defense, they're 11 and no. The difference between wins and losses are they allow three percent less shots at the rim in wins. So they're they're keeping teams away from the from the rim. Just just three percentage points. More like just that little difference. I feel like is is a or not. I feel that's the numbers is the difference between a, a win and a loss right now for the Mavericks. And Lively has made a big impact impact on that. Uh, teams shoot thirty three percent of their shots at the rim when Lively is off the fl- off the floor. They shoot under thirty percent of their shots at the rim when Lively is on. That's like a four percentage point difference. He's making a big impact around the rim, and that's what the difference between wins and losses right now is. Can they keep teams away from the rim? Well, and I wonder too if there may not be 
some more effort to get Rashawn Holmes a few more of those backup center minutes too, mm. because if you're if you're looking at how how you know how much size matters, you know, when you're talking about interior defense and protecting the rim, and even if it's just making you second guess that decision, because right now that's that's the scouting report on the Mavs, right? Yeah. Attack, attack, attack. Um, early on, we saw teams were having 60 plus points in the paint, like it was nothing. Uh, word was out. That's what you do. It's Swiss cheese, you know, just drive, drive, drive. So if, if that can start to change a little bit, if, if, and if it's because you need a little more size in there consistently, um, I just kind of wonder if they are going to try to look a little bit at some of those things too. I mean, and they're missing Maxi. They got speaking of size, right? I mean, it would be great. He's been out over a month. Um, So they're, they're, they're thin in in the depth department there as well. So um, I'm sure those are things that they're looking at. And those are numbers that, you know, coaches have teams have, and, and everybody obviously knows, but it starts at the perimeter too. Right. So, you know, if it's too easy to get around to the rim, get yeah. into the paint, then then you're leaving a, you're leaving your big man and your, and your your rookie on an island in there too. So it, it, there's got to be better perimeter defense, um, and and then that can help as well. And maybe you know some additional minutes. I just I just think maybe Rashawn Holmes isn't is somebody that they can keep looking at. Um, mm-hmm. He does have a little bit more of that that size and that energy. Um, that more traditional type, I guess, center um, position. It's just an idea, but I know it's something they've got to continue to shore up. He's been trying it. I mean, Dwight came in before him, before him in the, the jazz game, but for the, I think the games before that, like four or five games before that, Sean Holmes has been coming in before. Rashawn Holmes also like murdered Walker Kessler last night. He which did. I don't know if he's, is he wanted yes. for murder. Can we find him? Is like uh, it, it was shocking. It oh was it, it was stunning. It, it had everybody, you know, hands over mouth. But and you know what? Last night was was a Dwight Powell is is you know the fabric of this organization, right? So I, I don't ever want to say he shouldn't be on the court. I love the guy. He's put in a ton of effort on this team in years and years and years, and he's he's the most tenured Maverick. Yeah. At this point, that's a great game. Get him in, get him minutes. They were going to win that game. He's he can certainly help in in ways, especially in good matchups like that. Um, so that's that's good. There will be a time and a place for all of them, but I do think that um, yes, as you saw late, some of the things that Rashawn Holmes can do. He Jason Kidd's not been afraid to try. No, try no. different guys and try matchups and go very deep. Um, and had to with the injury stuff that's gone here on here lately. Yeah. So one thing we want to see is the Mavericks to get to 15 to 18th in rank on defense. They're 23rd right now. Can they just keep inching towards that inching towards that? They got to keep teams away from the rim. That has been a huge key. We talked about lively. We talked about Rashawn Holmes. So coming up, what's a thing that Dana Larson wants the Mavericks to, to do by the end of the year? And uh, should they make a trade? Is there another option on the team? We'll talk about all that and more coming up. Today's episode brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Go check out Prize Picks. And right now, for the in season tournament, we're recording this before the first game. And you can pick, let's say, for example, Tyrese Halliburton. Super fun to watch this guy play. But if you want to put a little, put a little down on him, 29.0 points. I can pick the that's the projection that Prize Picks has for him in this game against the Bucks. I'm gonna go more just because I want to have fun with Tyrese Halliburton. Giannis, 34 and a half. Oh boy, I don't know if there's any way they're going to stop him. In any, I'm going to go more on him as well. And then let's pick one more. Damian Lillard, 27 and a half. Let me just go less, just for the heck of it. 
I have all three of those down. I put down 20 bucks, I can win 100. If I put down 100, I can win 500, just as an example. And that's on the power play. Try the flex play. You can try a bunch of other stuff too with that. Go check out Prize Picks, see what's available. You can also combine it with other sports too. NFL, NHL with Stars games. Uh, college basketball, all kinds of different things that you can combine this with on Prize Picks. So go to PrizePicks.com, use the promo code Locked On NBA, and you can get a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to PrizePicks.com slash Locked On NBA, use the code Locked On NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. Hop man, the hop player, hop player. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us on Lockdown Maps, being part of the show, part of the Raccoon Squad, listening every day. Thanks for getting a Raccoon Squad Lockdown Maps sticker from Dana Larson if you're one of yes. those people that go and see her in the uh, you're in like the second level. It, yeah, I think it's technically called the platinum level. Platinum. Yeah. Of course, Dana Larson will be on the platinum level. <laughs> of course. But, but I loved, I loved getting visitors. So keep them coming. That's please. awesome. Uh, subscribe to our subtext. Uh, you get text straight to your phone. I send you alerts on all kinds of stuff. The you know injuries that happen, rumors that I see anywhere. Uh, I'll do things like I'll listen to a podcast with somebody's on it. Like Mark Cuban the other day was on Ninja's podcast. I don't know if anybody knows that Ninja has a podcast, but he does. Mark Cuban was on it. I listened to it. I sent you notes on it. So stuff like that. Subscribe to the subtext. Click the link or text the number. All right, Dana, what's one thing you want to see from the Mavericks for the rest of the year, the last three-fourths here? Okay, I want to see some signature wins, mm. right? I want to see them pull out games like the Milwaukee Bucks game they lost. Um, I want to see them beat those teams that they are chasing. I'm ready to see when, like, and they've got chances coming. They're going to see the, the Timberwolves twice yep. in December. We're going to start to see some of those beasts from the East, the Sixers, the Celtics will be there. Um, Denver, Denver, they'll have another shot at Denver. The thing that they've done, which is, awesome this year is is really do a decent job of taking care of business and we got to throw out that memphis game the other night a lot of injuries that did not go well um but for the most part they have you know really been beating the teams that they should showing up taking it you know uh, taking care of business being professional that all that kind of thing and they had what we now know that win over orlando was really good earlier in the year they beat the lakers that was good um, maybe we call the Pelicans, you know, win good, but I am ready for them to, to take that next step and to be really taken seriously as contenders in the West to get some signature wins. I think along the same lines too, is to avoid losing streaks. Mm. And they've done that. They've just, you know, they've only lost back, back to back games. There's, there've not been any extended losing streaks. They've done a really good job of bouncing back after after losses, not letting one beat you two or three times. So if you can do that along the way, the, the, the entire course of a marathon long season, mm. uh, you're putting yourself in really good position by the time the playoffs come around. I love that. Yeah, if we try to look at what the their signature wins have been so far, like that Lakers game, but they blew a 20-point lead right. in the fourth quarter. I don't know, you call that one signature. The Pelicans game where they just kind of blew them out. That was a good game looking back because the Pelicans then destroyed them in the next game. And then now the right. Pelicans in the NCAA tournament. little shine was taken off so quickly with the loss right away to them again. Yeah. And then the Orlando game early in the season, like Orlando's looked really, really good. I wouldn't, yes. I wouldn't like bat your eye at that game either. That game is looking a lot better the farther we get away from it. Um, but yeah, they've lost a lot of the games that they, they could have had one of these. The Milwaukee game you mentioned, uh, Denver was just a, a disaster. Yep. Um, 
and then this Sacramento, the Clipper, the Clippers win, like where they destroyed them. That one looks mm-hmm. a little bit better now, mm-hmm. but that's still, they still were in that early stages of they couldn't get a win with Harden. And so it was good uh, timing. It was really good timing. Right. Yeah. So, so they don't have one right now and getting one would be, would be really key. They've got, like you said, they've got a bunch of them coming up that they have some, they have the opportunity to for sure. And uh, a signature win would be great. Cause I don't know that they have one. I know. And I think those are the kind of things too, that you can look back on and you know, pull from later in the year or pull from in the postseason, um, what it took to, to beat a team like that, what it took to defend a great player that mm. you're facing. Um, I think that those kind of those kind of games can really be galvanizing, can really be the things that you put, yeah. you know, you, you make notes off of, you build off of. So I'm excited. I think I think December there are some real opportunities to try to get those. You mentioned Minnesota earlier, and it's wild that Minnesota is now could be a signature win, but they've they've been so good this year that it is. And to think, you know, all they did was play Minnesota in the preseason. It felt like, yeah, right, yeah. you know, you just saw the T-Wolves over and over again. And at the time, I remember thinking, ooh, they look pretty good. I don't, yeah. I, it, you know, it's, it was very hard, of course, to, to um, take much away from those games on either side. Now we know they've got a lot going for them. And now it's like, okay, I'm anxious to, to see them again with everybody having a better feel for who they are. Something else I want to see over the, the last two thirds of the three third, three four, three fourths of the season. Three fourths, yeah. I, I passed math. I got my fractions <laughs> right. I want to see one of two things in this one: either a trade for a big wing, which we've talked about. I talked about this earlier this week, or an Omax emergence. I, we got to see one of the two things because this is just the, one of the biggest areas of need the Mavericks have. They still play really small. Grant Williams has been doing some good things, hasn't been shooting the ball well lately, but he's still 6-6. And it just and then the rest of their team is 6-5 and, you know, then there's Luka. And so it just just feels like they need a little bit more size somewhere. So, could they get a trade for a Kyle Kuzma, who said the Mavs are one player away? Maybe he thinks he's the player. He said that on Twitter this week. Mm. Uh, Jeremy Grant is another one I'm looking at. I talked about Dorian Finney-Smith in an episode over this over uh earlier this week that you can go check out. Could he be the guy? Tory Craig on the Bulls. Maybe they have a fire sale and he could just be another body the Mavs can add. He's not really that big, but still another bigger type wing. Um, but either a trade for one of those guys. But what do you think about an Omax emergence? Because it looks like we saw some good minutes from him against the Jazz. He fits the bill as like the type of player that they just need so desperately. Well, I, I'm happy for Omax this week too because uh, for him to have whatever the circumstances kind of unfold – um, in which he was getting some real minutes, but the minutes were, you know, just stay within yourself yeah. kind of minutes. It was, here is what we need you to do. We need you to go use that insane wingspan you have and make life difficult, uh, you know, for the other team's team's player. They, they're not asking him to do too much. And I think he has allowed himself to kind of fall back into that Maybe early on he was trying to get out on the court and show all these things he could do and show his a little bit more of what he had in the toolbox offensively. It felt like this was nice to see. He's been he's been learning in practice. He's been watching, yeah. and he got out there and he was able to really do what he does well. He runs well. He's super athletic, and obviously that you know he was defending on the perimeter. And I thought that he just kind of fit into what they needed on the court this week. And I feel like that can go a long way to building his confidence, yeah. uh, his confidence and maybe even the coaching staffs and what they're willing and the situations they're willing to put him in. 
And this Josh Green injury is kind of good for him. Yes. It's not good well, for the Mavericks, yeah. but it's it's I think it's good for Omax to be able to get some of those minutes and to to slide in there and to to you know get some run because he just it felt like he just needed to catch up with the game, right? It felt like he right. he's so eager and like such a ball of energy, and that's like who he is anyway. That's one of the reasons why Isaac and I loved him so much coming mm-hmm. out of you know college where he was just like everywhere all the time, felt like he was impacting the game in every situation. And then you come into the NBA and you're like, all right, you have to really catch up to how fast this game is in order to play that type of like pace and play that type of like ener- energy level if you want. And so I think he's, he's catching up a little bit. Uh, I'm still worried about his jumper, but you know. For sure. And that, you know, and that's something that'll have to develop and, and come with time and he'll have to just, he's going to just need to get shots up yeah. constantly, constantly, constantly. So then in the flow of games, it will come more naturally. It won't be, it just, like you said, I think there was, it, the game was going fast and he was doing a lot of thinking. Um, and if he can just go defend and rebound and then get your offense within, you know, the flow of the game within putbacks and fast breaks, if you get a chance to shoot, shoot, and then it'll feel more natural uh, for him. And I, you do, you love his energy. And I think you're right because Josh Green is unfortunate, looks like he's going to be out here for yeah. some extended time, right? La- last year it was 20 games with the same injury. Um, he's probably, Omax is going to get to play and, and won't be playing with the fear of if I make a mistake, I'm yeah. out. And who knows right. if I'll be back for two weeks, right? They're going to need him and they're going to probably have to let him play and, and work through mistakes. Yeah. Letting his offense come in the flow is exactly what he did yesterday. He got one, he got he made one catch and shoot three off of like you know a driving kick from Hardy, and then he got the lob. It was the lob from Hardy too, uh, off of like just running in transition, like just get right. get your offense in the flow and then do everything that you can on defense and stay within the you know the scheme and all that. Coming up, a couple more things we want to see the Mavericks do throughout the rest. I want to see one player play more. And we haven't talked about him yet, and I want to talk about him. We'll talk about that <laughs> and more coming up. Today's episode brought to you by Jace Medical. With Jace Medical, they solved the problem I didn't think that I had an issue with before, but now I realize that I did. But I don't anymore because I have Jace, and I have this Jace case. They provide you with five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinuses, skin infections, among other stuff. Uh, If you are caught in an emergency, if you're caught in a situation where the supply lines dry up or you can't have access to some kind of medication, some kind of these antibiotics, uh, you're going to want one of these. And you're going to want to have the peace of mind knowing that even if, you know, these things do happen, uh, I'll be able to, you know, I'll be safe. My family will be safe and I'll be able to take care of them with this. Uh, Visit jacemedical.com. Complete your physician encounter. You'll be uh, reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost, so you can get them sent to you, and uh, you'll know that they're safe because it's from a board-certified physician. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com, use the code LOCKEDON, get $20 off your first order of a Jace case. Again, use the code LOCKEDON at J-A-S-E medical.com, jacemedical.com, promo code LOCKEDON. Shut it down! Oh! All right, Dana, we're talking about things we want to see the Mavericks do by the end of the season. We're a fourth of the way through. We've got three-fourths left. Nailed my fractions that time. <laughs> What's one thing you want to see them do by the end of the season? Okay, I, I want to see them manage Kyrie's health. Mm. So how, 
if that's a good way to say that, or Kyrie just get healthy, one or the other way to say yeah. it, right? But it looks to me like, I feel like through the first 20 games, uh, I'm taking away the fact that we will probably have to see Kyrie get some rest here and there. And it might be on the second night of back-to-back. So he's he's sat, I believe, four games now. Yes. And the last two have been on the second night of back-to-backs. And, you know, when he does play, Obviously, we all know what what an elite player he is in, in this long resume and all the great things that he does. And what he does to loosen up the defense for Luca is immeasurable. I mean, it changes yeah. so much for them. Um, so if there is a way to figure out how there are seven more back-to-backs this season, and there's that crazy stretch around Christmas where they're going to play five games in seven days, Um there has to be a really, you know, thoughtfully worked out plan, I think, with keeping him healthy. And when he is and that foot feels good, like it clearly did last night against Utah, his rhythm is amazing. You know, the shot is great. The mechanics are where they need to be. He he can play a ton of minutes if he needs. So it's just something that um, hopefully they're, you know, going to be able to to manage and get really like locked in <laughs> or locked on, hey. um, you know, so that he can be out there for the biggest games and in, in deep into the season. Yeah. Getting Kyrie healthy is, is so huge. And it's like feet issues, foot issues, foot yeah. injuries really worry me. And they're like one of those that kind of linger and stay on. He had a left foot sprain that kept him out of the first three games that he was out this season. Uh, and then a right foot soreness was what kept him out of the end of last season. And that was the one, the, the most recent one that he was out of, uh, in this, in a season. And so it's, it's switching back and forth, right? Fido. It's switching. switching. What's, your, so sorry. What's, your dog, what's your dog's name? <laughs> My dog is Milo. Milo, come here, come here. Milo. My dog is a burn and doodle Milo. And boy, does he love delivery people. I'm very <laughs> sorry, everybody. <laughs> it's that time. Of, it's that time of year. I know. It is. Uh, we, have a, we have a cat that runs around our neighborhood named Milo. You're kidding. A cat named Milo. Oh, okay, that's cute. I don't know how, we, like, everybody in my neighborhood knows the cat is Milo. I don't know that, who. Yeah, somebody just named him. I guess somebody must have. But, yeah, so your dog and our our cat neighborhood cat is named oh that's funny i'm so sorry you were making such a great point i, I really was no i was, it was literally going nowhere uh <laughs> getting Kyrie healthy is huge but it seems more like management to me than it, it than yes. it is him being hurt to like to a an awful extreme like he the game before or he he's been practicing he played in the last game uh the first dunk that he tried in like in the fast break against the jazz i was worried i was like oh no he didn't even get up for the dunk and then the second one, he got down, and I was like, okay, maybe maybe he is okay. Uh, well, but getting him healthy is huge. The reaction from the bench said a whole <laughs> lot, too, when he did complete the dunk. And I thought, okay, he doesn't do that very often. They do not see that from him, or uh, they know what he's been oh, going so through behind the scenes. And to, to see him be able to do that, you know, was, was exciting. And there was even – so I felt like, too, there was even a great picture. I noticed it live, and then I saw a picture of it today. Um after a, a great Luca dished to Kyrie who finished, you know, yeah. with a nice mid range and, and a timeout was called and they go walking off it. And, and Luca basically grabbed Kyrie and, 
pulled him in for the, the cutest little hug, I swear, right? Got that dad energy now. Dad energy. I love it <laughs> so much. He's he's huddled, Luke is huddling up the young fellas yeah. and then he's pulling in Kyrie. Um, to me, that was like, all right, they this is good. This is a great chemistry. This is a good vibe. Kyrie needs to be out there and they need to play together a ton. Just keep him healthy. Absolutely. My last one is a quick one. I just want to see more Dante Exum. I think he's done good stuff every time we've seen him. We've been looking for this this other ball handler, this other creator, this setup guy, and I think he's been that. He doesn't score that often. Like He can get to the rim and he'll finish there, but his three-point shot has been really Mm -hmm. shaky here or there. He doesn't get a ton of of them off, and so I don't know that we've seen his best shooting yet in the NBA after he shot really well in EuroLeague, but I want to see more Exum uh, because he just puts up assist numbers every every time he plays. Like If he plays more than... He plays more than 12 minutes. He's getting two assists. That's basically that's basically the rate that he's been going at this season. I mean, is this even possible? I'm looking at the, the and I know when you win by 50 plus minus is going to be insane. <laughs> he was a plus 40. Dante 40. was a plus 40 when he was on the court in his 25 minutes. And as you just mentioned, that wasn't even because of his scoring. He was two mm-hmm. of nine. Um, he is he He does look to pass and set up guys first. But I do love that um, downhill side, the way he is attacking. Because the Memphis game, you know, we just saw a lot of the three-point shooting and it wasn't going and it was, you know, deflating for the team. When you have someone like Adante Exum who comes in and he's just immediately looking to push the ball and push the pace, right? And we know that's what Jason Kidd wants to do with this team. We know it's been beneficial for him. I, I think he's he's certainly earning his way into more minutes into the starting lineup. He's, he's such a professional. He's got a high basketball IQ. He's played this game forever. I mean, he had that awesome steal and the great behind the back, uh, you know, pass. It was beautiful. And he was setting up, I think kid was talking about what he was doing for Tim Hardaway jr. Really looking to get him going and get him shot. So he has that, um, you know, he just has that great point guard mentality. He absolutely does. Milo agrees. Milo is it. Milo is in on more Exum minutes. Milo is part of the right. Exum estate, which is what I've I've bought stock in. I've bought shares in. Did you have one more? One more thing you want the maps to do? Um, we pr- no. I think we've covered. I mean, other than let's throw in, you know, uh, continued like just feed Derek Lively, right? Like yes. just continued development for Derek Lively the second because I love seeing. Um, now this added side to what he's doing offensively, which is you, we're telling you, don't just pass the ball, go to the rim, go to the rim. When, when he scores a double digits, the Mavs are six and one. Mm. Um, so just that additional offense. And we know Luca loves, loves, loves running that pick and roll with him. And already, what did Luca say? I think he said after the game, he said, um, now you see how they're really afraid of him already. This is a guy who's played 20 games in his NBA career. And they're already sort of game planning for what they do and um, are looking at Derek Lively as a threat. And he is because he can do so much. He's shown that already. We talk a lot in the NBA about uh, gravity for shooters like Steph and Clay. Like you get a lot of talk about their gravity, but like a roller has gravity too. I mean, that was one of the things mm. we talked about with, with Dwight when when the Mavs had one of the best offensive ratings in, in NBA history, Dwight was had such role gravity where guys had to come over and you know and and help or dig or, or help off of their guy for a second. And Luca will find an open shooter if he gets he gets space there, and he'll also 
he passes lively open so many times. I just went back and watched the second the second quarter for subtext. And there's just some passes where you go, he passed that when Lively was at the free throw line. Like right. he just put it right exactly where he needs it. And their chemistry is so good already. Yes. Yes. Agree. Because you can see it. it's already just a look. Yeah. It's already just a look and they know. Um, and the fact that defenses are going to know too, but they're still pulling it off because that's the, that's the beauty of Luca and how good he is at finding the perfect passing lane or putting the ball exactly where, you know, Lively needs it. Um, it's just going to be deadly, and it's going to be that way. It's going to be scary hours. Yeah, scary that's right. Hours. Use use Luca's words. <laughs> use Luca's words there. Uh, subscribe to the subtext if you want more on the film review or more alerts and things like that. I'll be back tomorrow with Slightly for the post game after the Blazers game, another game where the Mavs need to take care Late of business. Night. And that one, yeah, 9 p.m. local Ooh. start here for Dallas. So get your nap in before that. Um, and then we'll be back uh, on Sunday night with Reggie and all that. So, guys, thanks so much for listening to Lockdown Mavs. Peace out. Boom.